Possession Intention member story with Laura S. Laura, thank you so much for coming on the Lively Life with Intention show. It's awesome to be here. Tell us a little bit about yourself. I am a photographer. I am celebrating 10 years in business this year, and I am so confused on what I'm doing and what I really want. Awesome. And today we're going to be speaking about your possession intention instead of your career. But before we get to that, what's your favorite thing about class so far? I feel like I've been held accountable because, well, first off, you know, you pay to take the course, so you're going to do your homework. And I do believe that life being so busy, I feel like that is not true. You know, you you spend time doing things that aren't really important. So what I did was I actually logged off of social media. I wasn't going to do that until Lent, but I decided that um, I was going to do it already. And as a business owner, I know that that isn't always a good idea, but I don't have a huge social um, or online presence. So it's not going to hurt my business at all. So I decided just to check out of that and really focus on reading and things that I was more passionate about, which then allows me to focus uh, more time on this as well. That's fantastic. What a great way of living your values, given your circumstances, right? Mm-hmm. Because I also have two small children, so I don't have a lot of time, but I try to make use of my time wisely. Wonderful. Okay. So today we're talking about your possession intention. Would you mind starting with our top of the pyramid, our values-based intention for it? So the intention, quality over quantity. And then in addition to that, I know in my notes, I did mention something about just simplifying. I don't think that my intention needs to be anything more than that. So a combination of just simplifying and quality over quantity. Awesome. You know, how does it feel? Does it feel like a cozy sweater? Do you like the fact that over quantity is in it, even though it's kind of like the opposite of, you know, that quantity is a lot of things in that? Do you like that? Or do you, would it, if we just kept it as quality and simplify, would that not feel as exciting for you? No, I think that would be fine. I think quality and simplify would be fine. Does it feel any better to take out over quantity? Uh, yes, actually, because it, like you said, it is the opposite of really simplifying. Yeah. Does it feel more exciting or more ease filled in it or peaceful in any way? I think so. I know it's a small shift. It's a really small shift, right? But it's kind mm -hmm. of like when you have the over, I'm not going to dwell on this, right? It's a simple thing we can move on, but just for everyone else out there that might have something similar in one of their values, it's kind of like I'm this, but not that. But in saying the, but not that it's kind of like putting in an unnecessary resistance or just kind of like unnecessary against something instead of just for and in the same direction. Mm -hmm. But quality and simplify are going in the same direction together. Yeah. Because for me, it's not about the amount of stuff. And yeah, you don't have to say over quantity to know that, you know? Right. Exactly. And simplify is kind of like the positive version of over quantity. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. So now with that in mind, with your possessions, what were the actions and what time frame were you looking at specifically for these actions to be done within? So I'm really not setting too many time frames. What I've been finding is that the more I really obsess about all of these things is the more I get anxious about it. So I feel like I'm not well now um, with my health and I'm just trying to live day to day, actually. So to answer your question, I don't have any specific time frame set. I actually think you do. 
I think you do. I think your time frame is each day. Yes. But I mean, if I can do a little bit each day, that's all I'm asking myself. Cool. All right. So it sounds like it's a daily intention instead of like for a few months or a few weeks. It's something you want to do daily. What's nice about having a time frame that says it's daily or instead of just saying ongoing is because sometimes we say, this is what I'm going to do the rest of my life. And then your situation changes and it no longer applies. But since you made it the rest of your life, you're like failing at the steps you decided to take. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. So... If you say it's daily, that means that like at the end of this day, if it doesn't work for you tomorrow, you can change it tomorrow. Instead of saying, this is the rest of my life and I'm going to do this every day from that point of view, that it's like forever. So it's very different to say the time frame is every day versus the time frame is forever. Mm -hmm. One, you could change every single day and do something new. The other one, you're never changing it the rest of your life. Right. Very cool. So what are you planning on doing every day that embodies quality and simplify? Well, I think I have down that, you know, I want to, well, that might even be one of the outcomes or the haves, but I want to really set a budget and know where my money is going. And that goes into some of the other ones that had the mindful spending. I'm kind of along those lines as well. I, I don't spend out of my um, spend out of my means at all, but it's just really knowing where it is when I shop. So, like I said, I'm not not an extreme spender by any means, but it is nice to really keep track of it. I want to evaluate what is most important in my life, and that's also with belongings and family and career along all those things. I want to simplify my home, and then I also put my life as well make things a little bit more easy, I think. Create a home filled with inspiration. And I do feel like I have a lot of that already. I just need to get rid of the stuff that doesn't bring me joy. Because of course, I read the book, The Magic of Tidying Up, and it is phenomenal. So I, I enjoyed that. And to and somebody else's intention was also to acquire and spend meaningfully. So I put that in things that I can do and put into action. Okay. So yeah, acquiring and spending meaningfully, inspiring. Okay. So there's a few of these that seem like they could be little projects in and of themselves, and they wouldn't be things you would do in just every single day. Like the inspiration in the home, you might do one specific thing or a few things, or also the simplifying your home. Are you going to do that in a specific way every single, it's kind of vague. So in this action place, you can get a little more specific to be a little clearer in exactly what you're hoping to do. Because sometimes these vaguer terms are unclear. And because they're unclear, it's hard to know if you've ever done them or ever like cross them off the list. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. So is one of the things you want to do the actual Marie Kondo go through in one day and, and hold everything? I did actually start doing that. And I started it in the order that she suggested. It gets very overwhelming. It is a lot. But I did, I started with my clothing and I moved into my shoes, miscellaneous books, things like that. And that was as far as I got. And I felt like it was, it was a success. Cool. Are you done with it? Or did you, are you still going in it? I am going through it still, but it was a lot to do. I can't, I don't, I can't do it all in one day. Yeah. So you're doing like a little chunk of it at a time. And that's what Simplify My Home looks like. Okay, cool. So that's like for people thinking, what does that look like for you? Now we know you're doing like one of those sections roughly a day until it's finished. And then 
that goes off of the list. And it then becomes about acquiring and spending meaningfully going forward. Right. So it's kind of nice because that's not an everyday thing. It's a current, like, you know, until the rest of the sections are taken care of. And then that goes off of the list and you don't have to keep it on there. Kind of nice, right? Can kind of get even simpler as you go forward. So you'll have the budget going, you'll have the mindful spending, and that's pretty much it because you'll have gotten rid of the other aspects already. Mm -hmm. And I feel like one of the reasons why I'm trying to, I thought, simplify was a good one for me was because our home is big enough for us. So you feel like you need more space, but if you have more space, you accumulate more things. So I just, I look at our home and I feel like it is more than what we need. And <laughs> I think a lot of my excuses came in is the fact that we live in a, our house is over a hundred years old. So everyone will say, oh, you have lack of closets. And so we have them filled up and that's where it kind of all started. I don't think I need a bigger closet because you know what? I would have more stuff. Very, very good point. Okay. It's not as common here in Europe or I, Australia. I don't know. It depends on the place, like what the closet situation is. But yeah, it's very interesting even to see the evolution of kitchen design now, even in the U.S. with the open shelving and how much less cabinet space there is in many of these kitchens you're seeing online than there are, used to be with all the upper cabinets that everyone had. It's very interesting. So what do you think the outcome will be once you've taken these actions? I want to feel peaceful. I want to feel calm and organized. Awesome. Do you feel any of those things now? It depends on where I look. I think certain areas, yes, but I'm sitting in my office right now. So uh, being a photographer, I am, I just have an office in my home that I used to bring clients to, but after having my second child, it really just isn't a place that I want to bring, bring clients anymore. So I still have the office. However, it is my closet now too. <laughs> So uh, right where I'm sitting right now, no, absolutely not. It is not peaceful and calm, but I'm working on it. And I think I've really get, been getting some great ideas in starting this course. I started journaling and it's really amazing, the ideas and I guess the intuitions I'm writing down and things are flowing out of my mind like crazy. Oh, that's awesome. Okay. So one thing you could add as you get rid of the task of simplifying your home Marie Kondo style, you could add closet makeover <laughs> to the things you want to do in the action side. Like you just said, you want to take that action. So that would be on the do action. Now, obviously you don't have to think about these so much like every single time, but these are just the little things as we think about the actual implementation of this that's what would kind of happen, right? You might wait till one piece is done and then add this next piece to it. And that would be an action and that it's kind of a one-time thing. And then it's done and then you continue again to acquire and spend meaningfully going forward. Mm -hmm. Okay, so right now let's move on to step two, remove and include. So the actions we kind of focused on are the Marie Kondo aspects, possibly this little closet makeover in your office slash closet, your clawfice, some people call it the closet office, the cloth is makeover and you're acquiring and spending meaningfully with the budget. So what are the things that you need to remove in time or resources to make those things possible? I have a, a note here that I have already donated all the items that I don't necessarily need or appreciate. And I know that other people can. So I donate a ton. I've gone to St. Vinny's multiple times with a car filled with stuff. So that was actually just the past couple days. I want to remove any unnecessary expenses and spending. 
and I guess things that don't bring me joy and eliminate things that are just taking up space. How about the time it takes? And you don't have much here that is very time specific, except for your budget and the Coiffe's makeover when you get to that and the Marie Kondo one section at a time. So if you were to really find that you're not getting this stuff done, then it would be time to look into what time am I going to devote to it? And what am I usually doing then instead? And the thing that you're normally doing during that time, let's say it's Saturday afternoon is when you're going to do one of these things. Then you'd be like, what am I normally doing on Saturday afternoon? Maybe it's hanging out with your kids or going to a movie or maybe it is watching TV. You know, who knows what the actual thing is. But if you're finding yourself not making the time for some of these things, you sometimes looking at what am I willing to remove from my life in time so I have the time. Because there's time here, right? It's not about making or spending. It's just there. Time is there. It's just how are we using it? So how am I using this time and what am I willing to remove in order to have that space for the thing that I want to do next? And I actually mentioned that I was removing the actual items, but I, as far as time, do you have any suggestions? Yeah. Well, is there any area that you're thinking is going to be hard to have the time for? Nothing specific, I don't think. I think it's just everything overall in general. Okay. So this is like not just about this area? No. Okay. So can you frame the question in a way I can answer it? <laughs> I, I think I get it, but if you could reframe it, I think I could answer it more clearly to what you're, you're, you're asking. So when you mentioned about what do I want to remove, all I wrote down were actual physical items. It wasn't anything that was time sensitive. Yeah, because possessions are very easy to focus on the physical, but all the other aspects of our lives are usually time and money related. Right. Okay, let's jump out right now really briefly. We're going to teleport to another aspect of your life that you want to use. You said the time is what you want to know. So is there an aspect that you want to have more time to do in a different area of your life? I want more time to focus on personal projects. Okay. All right. What's the project specifically? Photography. Self-portraits. So that's a great example. Now, how long do you think you want to spend on this at a time or per day or total? Uh, actually, um, I would like to spend all of the time that I am removed from social media. So I would say the next two months. It doesn't necessarily all have to be part of the self-portrait project, but it is going to be along those lines. All right, next two months. And how often do you want to do them? When I have the time to concentrate on it for enough time. So it's not something that I'm going to be able to get into for five minutes. But if I have a couple hours that I can come into my office, because I'm actually going to move some things around in my office and make it a studio space, which I've never done. So I'm going to do that. And like I said, so if I have an hour or two, I need more than five minutes. So if I can dedicate enough time. That's kind of interesting because you said you wanted to take your social media time and put it towards this. Were you spending a few hours a day on social media before? Good question. No. <laughs> okay. So it's really interesting, right? When you really look at the time and it's like money, right? So you're spending your budget on something. So we have to go, where is it coming from? Because you're spending 20, congratulations, you're spending your full budget of time somewhere doing something. Now, the great news is I have yet to work with a client who is completely 100% values life whatsoever, and they have no time to do the other value-based thing that they want to do. 
it's crazy, but I've yet to find even like mothers, business owners, like the whole nine yards, they still have aspects and pockets of time that they're spending on areas that are not actually important to them that they could be directing towards their value. So we're going to find this for you. But what's interesting is this is like a classic example of, okay, so I'm not going to do this one thing and I'm going to add this instead. But when we actually looked at the this for that, you were kind of like, I'm not going to spend the five pennies a day on social media and I'm going to buy this portrait session and it takes $5. It costs $5 every five days. You can't get there with there, right? You can't just trade out the, the smaller amount of social media for a larger chunk of time. So we can't look at the social media trade as the actual trade of time that you are thinking was. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. How does it feel to think about that? I don't know. I really need to think deeper into what I could eliminate to have that extra time. I could not sleep as much. (laughs) Yeah, it was just not good, right? That's not the point. (laughs) That's not really an option. I could clean less, but then how do I feel about the simplifying having a calming home? And that's okay, right? These are trade-offs that you can look at the priority of values too, right? So you can have one take priority for these two months than another, and then the other one could go back. So, Or you could get a cleaner for those two months, right? There's so many ways when we actually look at this that can get creative. So let's look at, we're still going to back it out a different way. So we have self-portraits for two months, and you think it'll take a few hours. How long? Two hours? One hour? Four hours? I would say if it was something that I could consistently do for three times a week for two hours. Two hours. Okay. So now we realize that's not social media. It's not an even trade. Right. Okay. Now we're going to look at, all right, two hours, three times a week. Right now looking, and you want to start this now because this is when you're not watching social media. We still have the two-month time frame as a little window for us. Looking at that, when does it make sense to do it during your week, three times a week right now? When my son is in school. But I also do, so I have a business, but I also do freelance work as well. So I am actually working out of the home approximately two to three days, usually three days a week. So it would probably be something that would have to take place on weekends that I'm doing the personal project. Okay. Or you could do like maybe two days during the week and then one day of the weekend. Mm-hmm. So when would you, let's put days to it. We got to really like, actually, if you really, you don't have to go this deep, but otherwise it's likely that it won't happen. <laughs> We're just going to go through this as an example. You're welcome to implement this, but let's actually think about that. What days ideally would they be? So each week for me is different. I would definitely have two days during the week that I would be able to do it. Okay, so that's interesting. So now you realize, okay, we can't make a schedule too much out of it, but you can plan ahead and put the chunks of time into your calendar. You're just going to have to have them, like it might be a Tuesday this week and a Thursday the next instead. So when during the day, so you have your son in school, so that seems to probably be a kind of a consistent schedule. So at least on the weekdays, is it kind of going to happen roughly at the same time depending on the day that it is? It could. So if I have a day in my office with no distractions, I could actually do it for eight hours straight. My schedule is very unique in that way because I yesterday I actually dedicated the entire day to this course and I don't have a lot of days like that, but yesterday was one of those days. So maybe I would have one of them coming up. So the big idea here is to find the pocket of time. And then what you're really looking at as far as the removal is you're just asking yourself what I would have normally been doing during that time. Mm -hmm. 
And that's what you're removing to make time for this new thing you're including. Right. So what would you normally be doing during those pockets of time that you're not going to be doing instead? I would be exercising because I, I, a lot of times will go to the gym if my son is in school. If I do take him to school and pick him up, I have a little bit of time in between. So I would go to the gym. I don't necessarily want to take that away, but I definitely could. And then I would probably have my husband take the kids out of the house. Okay. And that's something that you could do. Would he be happy to help with that? Absolutely. Yeah. Right. So that's an interesting one right there. Because the exercise, you go, oh, that might be kind of at a cross current to another value that is also important to me. But your husband taking the kids out of the house, that's no loss, right? They're getting to spend time with their dad. He's happy to do it. You have the time to do it. And it just wasn't happening before, but is probably a huge opportunity that maybe wasn't quite living those values as in other areas as fully before. Mm-hmm. So that's the example of how to do it with time. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Do you have any other questions around how to do that with time then? No, I do not. Okay. All right. Is there any other area you still do have a question around it? Nope. Cool. So then once we have donated the stuff, cleaned the unnecessary expenses, you know, kind of curbed those and eliminated the stuff in your cloth office, what were you going to be including in your homework? Going back to our original example of possession. I think everything, all of my comments are very generic and pretty much look the same throughout. Yeah. I mean, possessions is the simplest thing. So it's not like you should have some magical different thing here. Just restate them then, basically. Well, I did say that I wanted to include one thing is put everything away immediately. So anybody out there that has kids that knows you get home, you drop your bags, (laughs) your diaper bags or your backpacks and your shoes and your coats and everything really just piles up. But just to put things away immediately, I put my very favorite clothes and jewelry in the appropriate places. So that would kind of be put that away in a place that I can see them and enjoy them at all times. Because I do I do have a lot of things that I like already in my possession. And then I just also mentioned some about minimalism. So not extreme, but along those lines. Yeah. And you can also look at the opposite of what you've removed is what you're including. So by donating stuff, you're including more space in your life and more calm and simplification. You're also including by cutting the unnecessary expenses, you're going to have more funds to put towards other things. Mm -hmm. So those are kind of the flip side. That's what you're including. And if it was time-wise, that's when the we just talked about. So you would be removing social media for including self-portrait time, which isn't an exact (laughs) trade-off here, but it gives us an idea of something like that. You'd be removing watching TV at 6 to 7 p.m. so you could do self-portrait at that time. And I think with the social media, I think it was interesting because it's something that you don't really actually know how much time you spend on it unless you pay attention and track it. So I think that I'm going to find that interesting because I wasn't on it much, but it still consumes your thoughts. It's a mental bandwidth, right? It is. So I just wanted to eliminate it entirely and not even pay attention to any activity on it, likes, followers. I let it all go. And how you feel it. I'm sure many people are wondering what that's like. Amazing. I'm not addicted to social media by any means, and I know that a lot of people are. So for me, it's not as extreme as it would be for somebody else that spent more time on it, but I think it's great. And I think that I know that this probably isn't exactly where this position is going, but I just want to be present. So the Eckhart book, The Power of Now, I started listening to that, and 
the biggest thing for me during this whole thing is just being present. And a lot of it is with the kids. So you think that you're always present, but you think about the time on social media and working. I just let it all go when I'm with the kids. Are you happier without it? Uh, yes. It's not interesting. I don't miss it. Granted, it's only been three days, but there hasn't been even many times that I even thought, maybe I'll just check it. No, I, it's shut off. <laughs> That's awesome. Well, what a great experiment, right? To see how important it is to you and like to reevaluate its importance in your life and just to see what it's like. Yeah, because I think that it's going to give me time to, well, that was one thing that I said is to focus more on other projects. But at the same time, I am going to pay attention and track what I'm doing in that time. Yeah, that's fantastic. Okay, so now let's move on to step three. What do you have for that? Okay, step three, what could prevent me from making the changes? Well, I could go shopping too much. And that is ironic that I say that because I'm going to Chicago this weekend. So <laughs> that could be a tough one. I do have a few things that I need, but you know what I'm going to do is make lists and buy what's on the list. But here's the thing. We don't want to stop yourself from joy. If you find something that's quality and simplifying, who cares, right? You don't have to make it a, a list only scenario. Mm hmm. Because I found that, and I'm sure a lot of women out there know how difficult it is to find a pair of jeans that is amazing and fits perfect. I found those and I have four pair of jeans instead of 20, but I love them all. So if I find something that I absolutely love, I buy, but I, I wouldn't take that joy away. But I have to make sure that it's something that I will really enjoy. That's awesome. And the one little word there you could switch is just say, I really want instead of have. Because have's kind of like, you got to like control yourself. And it's like, no, it's, you want this, right? It's like, it's like permissive rather than restrictive. Right. Because do I need it? No, I actually don't really need anything. <laughs> How bad do I want it? Yeah. And it's wonderful. Like you don't have to restrict yourself from the joy of, you know, life. <laughs> you get, like you can go enjoy this. But if it's not going to add to your life, then it's not worth having, right? Mm-hmm. And it's not because you can't have it. It's because you don't want to have it. Mm-hmm. Oh, I know it's a little thing, but it, it does make an energetic difference sometimes. Yes. The other thing that I had was being influenced by others. Ooh. I don't know if I feel like this is something that consciously do I think. I, I don't know. I think I have a hard time with that one, but there's potential there. You know, what's interesting is you're not being on social media. It's probably going to help you not be influenced by social media or seeing the shopping of other people. That is exactly it. And it's not necessarily the shopping in this respect. And again, I, I apologize if the possessions, if it's going a little bit off on that. But I think just trying to be too much like others because I am the complete opposite of that. And I think that's where my career comes into is it's what I'm doing now is just not the right fit. So yeah, I think that that's going to help a lot by not being on social media because I can really listen to myself and not be focusing on anyone else. And what are you going to do to overcome the potential shopping thing to buy things that aren't in your values? Or, well, you kind of already did the one <laughs> about influence. It sounds like social media and not being on it is part of your overcoming that resistance. Yeah, that was the main reason. And I'm sure that there's other things that could be influenced, but that's the main one that has helped tremendously. Cool. And is there anything you could do about the shopping part? Not that you're too worried about it, but are you really worried about it? Or is there any little thing you could do while you're in Chicago? 
Yeah, actually, you know, I'm going to probably do some self-portraits while I'm there. And that will change your shopping habits? Yes, because it would take away time from shopping. There you go. And also you could even, if you wanted, you could put a little card in your wallet next to your credit card that it has your values on it, like quality and simplify. And then when you're pulling it out, you get to look at it and go, does this align with these values or not? Mm-hmm. You don't have to do this, but it's just an idea because it's not something that you're super, you're not super worried about this. It's not like you have to just bring cash and that's it. You know, you're not trying to right. restrict, but that right. could be a little extra reminder in that moment if you felt like it was actually necessary. And I do feel confident in myself that I would be able to go there and find inspiration because it's a great place to to go and find that. So I wouldn't necessarily even have to make any purchases at all, but can get ideas. So in a way, maybe that would be influenced by others, but in a different respect. Yeah, you could just take pictures of it all and then go, yeah, exactly. There's ways for you to do that. And so if it's kind of like being at the buffet. Some people go up to the buffet and they only eat what they want and they only take as much as they want and they're totally intuitively aligned with that. And they don't really need to, you know, overthink that. Actually overthinking it's worse, right? And then there's other people that are overthinking it and they're using their ego to make the decisions and they're not listening to their intuition. And so those people might need a little bit more of some type of external reminder, like those values right in front of them to look at while they're making those choices, right? So it sounds like you're not someone that needs to see it right in your face as you're making the purchase. You'll just know because you're aware of it and it's not going to be something that's very likely to catch you off guard. No, it won't. That's awesome. And then as you go forward, what you're going to do is review your results and evolve. So you can update things. You could decide that you want to change your closet makeover to look different or do it at a different time. You could change your budget. That's something you could adapt as you review your results on this. And you'll just see if it does, if living this way with these actions does leave you more peaceful, calm, and organized. Mm -hmm. And another thing that I mentioned that about the spending or shopping was that the less I shop and the less I spend, the less I have to work and the more time I get to spend with my kids. Ooh, that's a good incentive. So that was another one that I was thinking. You know, you also could do with that one. That's more of a career thing, but you could also increase your rates. Yes. Because then it's the less time you have to work to make the same amount of money. Right. And have more time with the kids, if that's the value. Not that you have to do that. I'm not saying this is something you should do, but it's just another way when I look at removing and including by including higher rates, you'd be removing extra hours to make the same amount. Right. And that I've done recently. Cool. There you go. So you're already doing that. I know this is so simple, but when we're finding ourselves not taking the time or I say take, I don't like these words around time that we use, taking, using, spending. It's like the time is there by not devoting the time, I guess. I don't know. Those things, it's like this is helping us really look at the nitty nitty gritty of the implementation of stuff. It really gets to a base level, but then we're not sitting here going, I don't know what happened, or I don't know where my time goes, or I don't know why I'm not able to do this. This is really at a very basic level getting us to really look at all the pieces that come into implementing an intention, right? So you don't have to think about this all the time. Most of this is going to be happening automatically, but when you find some things aren't, this is a tool for you to find out where the breakdown might be happening. Yes. And I'm a very motivated person, so I'm confident that this is going to work. Yeah, you sound like you've got this under control. Thank you so much for sharing this with us as a great example of someone that's doing it and has a great plan in place. Yes, I can't wait to see what happens. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for spending time with us today. Yes, 